Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this is our full moon forecast taking place on December 11th, 2019. And so this full moon is going to be taking place later in the day at about 11.15 p.m., keeping in mind I am in Austin, Texas. So it's going to, de- it's going to change depending on where you are in the world. Um, and so the full moon is really, for the majority of its hours, will be in December 12th. However, when the moon is in the exact alignment with the sun, when the moon is as full as it can possibly be, it's going to take place December 11th at around 11.15 p.m. And so keep in mind, I am a Vedic sidereal astrologer. And so we acknowledge the very precise astronomical placement of the planets. If you want to learn more about the difference between Western and Vedic astrology, I have two different podcasts on this subject, and then there is a lot of information on the internet. And so according to Vedic astrology, this full moon is going to be taking place in the sign of Taurus. And so the moon is actually exalted in the sign of Taurus. It loves being in the sign of Taurus. It gives this divine intuition, consideration, empathy, creativity, so much creativity, um, and also a sort of sexuality to it because sex is related to creativity. And so, of course, we always want to look more specifically at the nakshatra, the lunar mansion of the sky. And so the moon will be in the nakshatra of Mirgashira. And so Mirgashira, this segment of the sky has a lot of mythology behind it. And so Brahma is the creator of all beings, like the ultimate godhead in in this mythology. And he has the 27 daughters who are the nakshatras. And Rohini was said to be the favorite daughter. And he actually decides that he wants to be with his own daughter, Rohini. And so she turns herself into a deer to escape him. And in order to track her and follow her, he turns himself into a stag or a deer. And this entire story is said to take place in the nakshatra of Mirgashira. And so they take on these qualities of loving to hunt. And I don't mean like hunting with a gun. I mean like they love to chase. They love the idea of tracking something, finding something. These people love to collect items. I have a friend and her moon is in Mirgashir and she loves to collect feathers. <laughs> um, and so these people generally have something that they enjoy collecting. These people also love to be romantically assertive. They love the idea of winning somebody over, of tracking them down. So it's that type of energy. These people have a lust for life. They're extremely passionate. This is a wonderful time for communication, dealing with relationships, spending time with your friends. Mirgashira also has a connection with Soma, who is the moon god. And Soma is this milky vitality of life. So the moon is said to be dripping with Soma. 
And so this has a connotation towards fertility. It's a wonderful time to plant seeds in a garden. It's a wonderful time to bring plant baby home. <laughs> if you're thinking about going out and filling your home with plants, it's a, it's a very good time for that. It's also, it could be a potentially strong time for conception if you're trying to conceive or have a baby. And so there, as we're talking about, you know, there's so much energy and life in this nakshatra. And it is a full moon, so energy is already high. So we covered a bit about some of the auspicious activities in terms of plants um, and things of that nature, lighthearted activities, connecting with your loved ones, connecting with friends, communication. It's also a wonderful time for travel. It's a great time to spend in nature if you've been wanting to take, if you live in the city and you've been wanting to get away for a few days. It's a wonderful time to take a day trip out to a more greener, nature-filled area. And even if you do live out in nature, it's a wonderful time to just really absorb it and, and sit out with the fertility of, of the universe. And so some more auspicious activities to suggest would be creating an altar. And so if you're unfamiliar with an altar, it's just kind of setting up a special place in your home where you go to meditate or set intentions. If you pray, maybe a place that you will go to pray. And if you have an altar already, it's a wonderful time to clean it up, maybe clear it out with some sage or palo santo and just give it a fresh energy. And in some lines of spirituality, there's also this idea of taking on a new name. And so in the Kundalini tradition, for instance, it, once you commit to the path of Kundalini, you're given a spiritual name. Um, I know that, that this practice is also observed in Sikhism. And so if you have been considering changing your name and taking on this new role, especially in regards to spirituality or religion, it's a really auspicious time to do that. And so what it's not an auspicious time for is marriage, <laughs> confrontation, anything that's heated. And I'll get more into this, but December in general is not a great time for confrontation. Um, and making important long-term decisions with other people. And so if you're taking a long-term decision for yourself, it's going to be a little bit different. But I would not encourage you to make any big decisions in regards to other people at this time. And so that is a little bit for the full moon. Hopefully you have some good ideas on how to observe it. It's a very spiritualizing time. And so there are a few other things going on in the night sky after December 11th and December 12th. On December 15th, Venus is going to move from Sagittarius into the sign of Capricorn. And so Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. And in mythology, Saturn and Venus actually love each other. However, Venus is not said to necessarily do super well in the sign of Capricorn because Venus is this really sweet, fun, jovial sign. Capricorn is a little bit more serious. In my experience, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think that what it does is it kind of grounds that Venus energy 
And so Venus can be a flirt, you know, Venus can float around, Venus can be a little bit non-committed at times, it can be a little overly idealistic. And Capricorn grounds it down, makes it more serious, makes it more practical, um, kind of relaxes the energy a little bit. Maybe I'm partial because I love Capricorn in general, but this is what I've seen. And so when Venus moves into the sign of Capricorn, it's going to bring reality to relationship. It's going to bring practicality. Things may come out in our relationship that force us to acknowledge the reality of what it means to be with other people, which means it's not fun and games all the time because people aren't perfect. We have flaws and we make mistakes. Uh, we get anxiety. We spin out. <laughs> we lie. You know, as people, we aren't perfect. And Capricorn actually understands that. But sometimes Venus can't understand that. And so when Venus moves into the sign of Capricorn, it's just going to give us a little bit of a reality check. And so what I'm encouraging people to do is be extremely open and understanding and kind and curious for everyone around us. It could be our friends, our family members, our romantic partners, and just trying to get a little bit better of, under of an understanding if anything comes up. Nothing may come up, right? But this is the energy towards these types of events happening is going to be heightened, especially depending on where this is happening in your chart. Um, and so on December 25th, Mercury is going to move into the sign of Sagittarius and Mars is going to move into the sign of Scorpio. When Mercury moves into Sagittarius, that means that Mercury, Sun, Jupiter, Moon, Saturn, Pluto, and K2 are all sitting in the sign of Sagittarius. And so this is that religious, philosophical, sometimes fanatical energy. It deals with our belief system. When Mars moves into Scorpio, it's going to give people energy to do something about it. And so globally, it's going to be very fascinating to see what ends up happening with this. On an individual level, it's not the best time for confrontation. It's not the best time for arguments, though people are going to feel like they want to do these things. Okay, so it's going to take some self-restraint on your part. Um, if you're thinking about making a major life-altering decision, I'm really going to encourage you to wait. I'm going to encourage you to wait in the month of December. Wait until January. Wait until Saturn moves into Capricorn. So much is shifting right now. And the way you feel about things right now is going to be completely different come January when Saturn shifts signs. Saturn moving into Capricorn is going to make everybody's life change in a different way because Saturn moves every, you know, it stays in a sign for about two and a half years. And so it's a huge shift. It's a huge shift for everybody, depending on where it is. And it's going to be moving out of that radical sign, religious, philosophical, righteous sign of Sag into the more practical, steady, um, sure sign of Capricorn. And so your opinion's going to change. Your thoughts are going to change. I just encourage you to wait. Um, and you may find that what you were suspecting all along is what you want to stay with. 
you may be like, oh my God, I'm so glad I didn't make that decision. Wait it out. See what happens. This is my two cents. And I'll have another podcast on the eclipse whenever it's closer. And so I think that that's all I wanted to say for this full moon forecast. I hope that it was helpful. If you'd like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga. And please follow my Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast (laughs) on Instagram. Um, My name is Christine Rodriguez. Thank you so much.